Yo, what's going on, man? It's episode 8, Stash House Podcast. This is the part 1 of the year-end wrap-up. Part 1. We'll talk about a few things that happened this year. I'm going to do it a little bit different, man, so stay tuned. Episode 8, Stash House Podcast. Part 1, year-end wrap-up. Let's get it. Salute. Yo, what up? Boy Tyler checking in, man. It's episode 8, Stash House Podcast. Episode 8, this is part 1, 2018 wrap-up. I'm going to review a little bit things that happened this year. I'm not going to get into a full January to December. Just go, you know, it's really the focus is uh, April, May, and June. You know, just give y'all a little heads up, April, May, and June. But I am going to discuss some more things that happened throughout the year. But a lot of things happened within that time period, April, May, and June. And it's crazy. It's still going on today. Uh, still going on now in December, man. Kanye still at it. This past weekend, I don't know who all saw the tweets to Drake and everything else, but Kanye still at it. I'm getting all that a little bit later. And I also got a story for y'all later on that kind of balanced out this Kanye shit. So, you know, stay tuned for that later on in the episode. But... Man, if y'all don't know, man, I'm sure everybody do know, but next Tuesday is Christmas. Next Tuesday is Christmas. If you haven't went uh, Christmas shopping yet, I highly advise you to. ASAP, I went this past weekend. I did a little bit. I still have more to do. But, yeah, man, it's crowded, jam-packed everywhere. Uh, I went to the game store. It's funny. Back, I'm going to get to Christmas shopping in a minute, but it's funny. I went to the game store Saturday, right? And uh, this kid was in there, him and his dad was in there. And I didn't know GameStop sold uh, phones now. Like, I haven't been to gaming much the past few years, but GameStop is selling phones now. So this kid and his dad was in there. His dad was, uh, well, the kid was looking at the phone. His dad was like, which one you want? He pointed to it. And he was like, now I don't know if that game got Fortnite in it. So my mom thinking, damn, what's up with this Fortnite craze? Like, for the past all year, Fortnite, Fortnite. Like I see videos of it, but I'm like, I don't, I never played it. Like I don't know if it's a phone game. Can you play it on PlayStation, Xbox? Like I have no clue at all. And it's crazy because uh, in the news lately, uh, Two Millie, the kid who created the Millie Rock, the Backpack Kid, and uh, just recently uh, Alfonso, the guy who played Carlton on Fresh Prince, he, uh, all three of them are looking to sue Fortnite for. Uh, I guess in the game, you can your character can have those dance animations. You know, somewhat similar to like 2K and all that. So I'm thinking, okay, how can you, can they, co- have they copyrighted their dance? And it's found out this morning that uh, Alfonso, he was saying he was in the process of copyrighting, you know, his dance or whatever, whatever. So I found that funny. And plus... Fortnite, I guess you got to buy those dances. I guess it's like they say $5 or something. I don't know exactly. But I found that kind of weird, like this Fortnite craze and the kids loving it. And then you got these uh these guys suing them for the game, stealing their uh, dance. So I found that kind of uh kind of odd also. But, yeah, man, I went, I went over there, GameStop, and I went to Walmart to pick up some things and... When I say it was crowded, it was crowded. 
in the midst of uh, Christmas shopping, I actually saw people like actually grocery shopping still. And I can only imagine, you know, you trying to get your grocery, you got these people running back and forth. Like I was running around with like a chicken with his head cut off. Like I was like, bro, I should have made a list, like a, <laughs> a better list at least of what to get because I'm just running around. You got people, carts full of toys, carts full of meats and milk and cereal. It's just a crazy, everyone mixed in. So if you haven't, I highly suggest you go between now and Friday. Do not wait to the weekend. Do not wait to the weekend. Please do not wait to the weekend. Trust me. Trust me on this. And also, uh, for the people who are not so in tune with the podcast, maybe this is your first time uh, tuning in, it's greatly appreciated. And if you come weekly, you know, greatly appreciated. But uh, I am not a relationship guru. All right. I don't. I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm not certified in that field. So I would not be discussing offsetting Cardi B this episode. Uh, sorry to disappoint if you came just for, you think I'm about to give my take on those those uh, people marriage or the video offset did or him coming on stage. Like I saw it. Like I, it was everywhere this past weekend. I couldn't help but see it, but uh not really my cup of tea. Let them people deal with their issues. I let y'all give y'all relationship advice. Cool, salute, whatever. But nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, also, man, uh, shout out everyone I saw. I would say about the past week, week and a half, uh, graduating from college this fall semester. Salute to y'all. Shout out to the alumni, Troy, Uni- Troy University. Uh, saw a few people, you know, I knew graduated either with their bachelor's or their master's degree. Shout out to y'all, man. Time flying. People I met in 2013, some some younger, you know, they were freshmen then. They just got their bachelor's. Some people I graduated with in my class 2016 got their master's. So shout out to them, man. Really motivational. That's what I like to see, man. People flex. If you go flex anything on the internet, let it be a degree, in my opinion. If you want to flex anything, flex that degree. So shout out to y'all, man. So this episode, I'm going to focus on Kanye, and I got a story for y'all later on. Kanye tweeting crazy again, man. It's a it's a whole bunch of hoopla. Whatever I don't get into this episode, I will get into next episode. You know, this is just part one year in rap. You know, it's been a long year. Even though, like I said, two weeks, it's going to be 2019. But if you just look back, everything happened this year. Like, Black Panther came out. Infinity War came out. Like, so many, like, things you forget came, like, happened this year. It's just a lot to soak in, but I'm not getting to everything. Just focus on little things. Y'all know how I do. So, man, sit back, relax, man. Like, subscribe to the app. And it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor App Still. Share, retweet. You know, do whatever you do, man. I appreciate all the support, man, I've been receiving. So, yeah, man, we're going to get into these topics, man. Year in Wrap Up Part 1. Salute. Yo, before I start this year in wrap up, man, I want to let you guys know I do have a playlist. I'm going to do a year in best of playlist of my favorite 15 songs from this year. This could be songs from albums that I love and songs from albums that I really didn't like at the album, but these certain songs I like. So y'all check it out, man. My favorite 15 songs of this year, man. Just check it out. Next week, I'm going to do another one. Ranges from hip hop and R and B, so I'm having a good mission for y'all, man. So check it out, man. Salute.
Okay, y'all. Where to begin with this Kanye shit, man? Let's just start since it's fresh on the mind, man. Let's just start with this past weekend, bro. I want to say it was Thursday. Not the week, it was Thursday. Uh, Kanye went on another Twitter rant. And he starts with, Drake finally called. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you know how the internet is these days, man. Kanye tweet, Drake. That's like the thing of the year, too, Drake and Kanye. People want to think it's Drake versus Pusha, but it's really Drake versus Kanye. In my, When you look at the neat and greedy, we'll get into it later on or even this episode. Drake was really responding to Kanye most of this year. Or he was, you know, taking shots at Kanye most of this year. So Kanye gets on Twitter. Man, I'm not going to read these tweets, man, but he basically saying... Uh, I just heard sicko mode. I can't believe Travis Scott let Drake diss me on his record. Travis supposed to be my brother. Uh, Drake stay up the street from me. Uh, he's taking kid. He taking food out of my kid's mouth. Talking about my shoes. Drake think he Tupac. <laughs> like Kanye was just spazzing. And there's no way Kanye just heard sicko mode. And I never. Who listened to Sickle Mode and thought Drake was taking shots at Kanye? Now, y'all know how I feel about Sickle Mode. Not saying it's a bad record, but it's the most overhyped record of the year. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad record, but I didn't understand the, you know what I'm saying, the the big uproar about it. And that's not even the best song on the album, in my opinion. Y'all know how I feel about that album and everything. But the only thing I took from, when I first heard it, of course, Chet's over strikes, but that came from in my opinion, you know, the whole pusher thing with the Adidas line with Drake's son, all that. Of course, you know, Chet's over stripes. Of course, Nike over Adidas, you know, Kanye with Adidas. But I never took it as any harm, no threat or nothing. Like, Kanye making something like Drake up the street. Drake got all the OVO guys. They about to mob down to Calabasas, you know, all that. Kim K tweeted about it. It was just crazy. And it started in Kanye in in Kanye uh mind what he put on Twitter. Uh Drake was looking for Kanye to approve the Say What's Real record from Drake's So Far Gone mixtape. Because I saw they say uh it's coming up on his ten year anniversary, I think in February. So Drake wants to put it on streaming platforms, I guess, and he sampled Kanye's uh, Say You Will record from uh, 808s and Heartbreak. So I guess, you know, he tried to get it cleared and whatnot. That would, that would brought on this rant. So from Drake asking for, in Kanye mind, from Drake asking for uh, sample clearance, Kanye went to say Drake moving like he Tupac. <laughs> and it's just weird, man. He's he saying he's talking about my shoes. And, and this has been the thing with Kanye all year, man, Twitter. Put the phone down. Like Uncle Snoop Dogg said, you and Trump meant to be best friends because y'all love Twitter. Put the phone down, man. Put the phone down. Let's go back a little bit to April. April, in my opinion, when this whole Kanye thing started. And what what's crazy about it, if you go down the timeline of uh, Kanye, 
I'll say from whenever that thing with Taylor Swift happened. Whenever that happened, that's why I feel like Kanye started these antics to start promoting things. Even though that happened one year, then the next year, uh, it was uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted, you know, all that. But I feel like that's when he realized his antics get him in the headlines and gets people talking about him. He had that happen. Uh, I think the Yeezus time period, he had the Breakfast Club interview and the Sway interview, with, you know, the House Sway, all that, the memes. Talking about Nikes and Adidas. Uh, Life of Pablo, that's when streaming started to come up. He's saying he don't, his uh, album going to stream on Tidal or Apple Music. And then he went on stage during tour. He was talking about radio stations, playing DJ Khaled records and Drake records all the time. And now, this year, he had this with Make America Great Again. And he had his, uh, his album come out, plus the other good music acts. Talk about them later, also. So, this has been Kanye's uh, MO, <laughs> if you will. He does these antics, so you know he's trying to promote something soon or whatever. So, in April, he comes out, selfie. He tweets some things, but he come out with a selfie when the Make America Great Again hat. So, you know, people instantly, you know, wondering what the hell going on with Kanye. Uh, if you've been a fan of Kanye, like, I, I love the. Uh, College dropout, late registration, graduation, uh, 808s, uh, definitely my dark twisted, you know, that era Kanye, but within the past good amount of years, he's been, you know, I feel personally, he hasn't got over the death of his mom. That's what I personally feel, which is, you can't blame the man for that. You can't blame the man for that, but the way he's showing it has been kind of, uh, to me. So, uh, he does that. Then he announced he has an album coming out. He has an album coming out in June. Uh, and that was like a few weeks after Drake announced he's dropping his album in June. And you know, it, it ain't really like a courtesy, but if you hear Drake dropping in June, nine times, and he, Drake didn't say the date neither. So nine times out of ten, you know, you want to probably stay away just for, you know, sales purpose. You, don't, you might want to stay away from a Drake release. You know, so all that happened. And then Kanye announced that he has an interview. Like, he did a series of tweets that were kind of questionable after the Make America Great Again hat thing happened. So uh, he announced he did he got an interview with Charlemagne. And they saying, you know, a lot of money to release the interview, which, whatever, whatever. So the, the interview comes out. So the interview comes out. It didn't really answer much. To me, and prior to the interview dropping, Charlemagne was saying, "Yeah, I went out to uh, Calabasas. I chilled with Kanye. We did an interview, and he let me hear his album." And Charlemagne, I take Charlemagne's opinion on certain topics. Of course, I was like, "Okay," but with this, I definitely understood. I was like, "Okay, Charlemagne, he know how serious this Make America Great Again thing is," and he with Kanye. He was like, "Yeah, Kanye is telling you in the music." This is what this is why he do he's you know supporting Trump. So I'm not no one to, I'm not nobody to judge anyone on their po uh, political beliefs. But if the music speaks, hey, that's all you can do for him. If the music speaks, so the interview comes out and it's the way it's even set up is just awkward. 
It's like people were saying Kanye in the second place, so of course Kanye gonna feed into that. Like, Kanye feeds into what everybody's saying. Like, these kids hyping him up. He's saying he the he's this generation Walt Disney. He's um Oh my god. He's Steve Jobs. He's like he really has that mind frame. And I don't wanna be that guy, because I'm not that guy, but if you saying you didn't you this generation Walt Disney, you Steve Jobs, why can't you be this generation's Quincy Jones? You know what I'm saying? It's a you know, if you know, you know what I'm saying. But I'm not that type, but that's what he continually say. He he never mentions, you know what I'm saying, nobody of his color. So interview uh starts, you see it just a white long hallway, white walls. I don't know if this is him at Kim Kardashian house or not. You don't see no pictures on the wall. It's just like an empty space. Like a white cubicle, like empty, like nothing. So him and Charlemagne talking, I really didn't get nothing out of the uh interview. Kanye, he was just self centered. I, me. He wants to know why Don, uh Barack Obama called him an asshole. Uh he's still upset Jay Z and Beyonce didn't come to his wedding. So it just I'm like Kanye, come on, man. But he did that, but then again, people wasn't mad at that interview. He didn't say nothing crazy in that interview. So I, I guess Kanye said, "Well, we did the interview. It's getting some talks, but and not getting the talk I want before my album comes out in like another month or so." So Kanye decides to go to TMZ. He goes to TMZ. Uh, he made some comments that really I was shocked. People, some people were saying they're not shocked, and I was shocked. He was saying, you know, slavery. If you think about it, slavery was a choice. <laughs> like Kanye, are you serious? He's going into he had liposuction, so people would stop talking about him gaining weight. He had a drug issue with opioids, mental health, and that was that's my main problem with Kanye this year. It's like, I don't want to say, because I know men, uh, mental health is a serious issue. But it's like he just playing with it. You can't bring up mental uh, mental health issues every time. You know what I'm saying? You want to come out with these rants and use mental health. You're saying Drake is poking at your mental health. Which, we don't hold Drake accountable. We don't, because when Kid Cudi was going through his thing, Drake released Two Birds, One Stone. Taking shots that cut his mental health. So we, you know what I'm saying, we, we got to hold Drake accountable too. Drake is playing along with it instead of being, you know. But Kanye uh, continuously does it. And Drake, I'm like, come on, man. I, we got to hold Drake accountable a little bit. These guys been going back, like I said, so far gone. Thank me later. Kanye and Drake have been working together for this over a decade now. You two grown men. Come on. Travis. Uh, Bitch, Sean. Somebody, somebody play the middleman. Because neither of these two guys seem to want to, you know. And this is just Kanye words. I don't even think Drake called them personally. But these are Kanye words. So I can go off a man word. I can't say the man line. I'm not, I don't know. But... He's doing this with uh, mental health, this and that at TMZ. So, this been his thing all year. 
He's come with these rants. He'll leave. He come back again. He want to promote something. And this past weekend, I was like, bro, Kanye, this this enough. He's talking about Drake poking at his mental health. That leads to uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, if you don't know, dated Ariana Grande for a minute. They were supposed to get married, but I think they broke up right before they got married. And he put like a thing on Instagram or Twitter, you know, showing support for Kanye with mental health. Like I was saying, mental health is a serious issue. If you talking about mental health, people with mental health problems are going to, you know, support you. But from the outside looking in, it's like Kanye can't bring that up every time he's trying to promote something. You can't use that as a promotion. People are really dealing with things out there. So Pete does that. Ariana Grande responds, and she needs to relax too. You dated Matt. Now, I'm not blaming her for this, but you dated Matt. Just as a person, if I date someone and, you know, sadly they, you know, pass away of that, the way Matt did, I would not still be, you know, dropping songs. It's like she's trying to bite off Matt's name, being that he passed away. I don't want to believe that, but that's what it looks like. And then Pete Davidson come out say this about Kanye. He's supporting it, and she does something else. She she says something like, don't use it. Which she says something, but uh, you know what I'm saying? That's nothing to play with. And Pete has had problems with that also. Like Pete has no issues with mental health. So a couple hours after that, uh, he uh, posted what seemed to be a suicide note on social media. That's how serious this thing is. Like, Kanye talking about mental health, which leads to a guy, you know, bigging him up. Ariana Grande comes in and say something. And Pete posted what seemed to be a suicide note. But Pete later showed up on Saturday Night Live. Uh, reports are out that Ariana showed up to his apartment and he told security, you know, tell her I don't want to see her. Shout out to you, Pete. Tell her, Pete, move on with your life, Pete. That's what I'm talking about. Let Ariana make her songs and talk about all her exes in the song. Big up to you, Pete. And that's my thing, man. Anybody going through mental health, that what brought my attention. Anybody going through any, any problems, mental health, depression, whatever, just know, man, talk to somebody, man. Talk to somebody, therapy. Uh, don't let TV portray how therapy is or whatever. If you feel like you got a problem, man, go to therapy. And most importantly, man, just... Get on your knees and pray, man. Pray. Don't run to social media about it, man. I see that. I've seen that for a good little few years now, man. I get on Twitter or definitely Facebook, man. People just, in the morning, good morning. This might be the last time y'all ever hear from me. Uh, nobody try to stop me. Like, don't even put that in the atmosphere, bro. That's nothing to play with. You got people really out here going through things, man. And y'all want to do it for likes and comments. Relax. Talk to somebody. Go to therapy. But most importantly, pray. That's my advice. You got somebody to talk to with me. Any of my partners, homegirls, family members, whatever. Y'all know y'all got somebody to talk to, man. That's the thing, man. Kanye can't be doing this, man. This been going on all year. Going on all year, man. The only person I feel like can come out and say, like, yeah, I talked to Kanye, 
We talked about it. It's whole. If Jay-Z come out and say he talked to Kanye and everything, then I'll be a believer. But until then, man, even Pusha. Pusha said on Joe Budden Podcast, uh, we'll get into all that later with Pusha and Drake. Uh, Drake and Kanye got this sort of, like sort of bromance going on. They don't know what kind of friendship they got. They don't know what kind of friendship they got. Before then, Drake got on uh, LeBron the Shop Show saying, yeah, man, I was supposed to go out there. Like, he wrote on Kanye's album that came out this year. He's like, yeah, man, you know, me and 40, we went out to Wyoming, but 40 got there before me. So before I left, 40 called me and was like, yo, bro, I'm out here. The energy not right. If any of my close homeboys tell me, if we going somewhere, and me and the people that we were supposed to be going to see, we've been cool for years, but... You know, we have our little rocky moments. And he tell me the energy not right. I'm telling him, all right, bro, I'm not, I'm not going. Hey, you come back over this way. Come back to the six. You know what I'm saying? This man, Drake, said, well, he told me that I went anyway. Not only did he go, he played Kanye. Uh, Drake played Kanye's uh, music that he's going to put out from his Scorpion album. And he showed him a picture of his son. That's what I'm saying. We got to hold Drake accountable, too. These two, man, they've been going at it all year long, man. And these this past, uh, last week, those Kanye tweets, it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. Only thing Drake put up was a IG story of laughing emojis. I don't know, man. When mental health and all that come into play, you got guys, Pete Davidson, putting up suicide notes on social media, which seem to be a suicide note. I don't know. But... That's when, you know, things getting a little bit too serious. I don't care about rap beef turning to street beef. When you talk about other people's well-being with mental health issues, y'all need to relax. Kanye promotion is not that serious. You're Kanye West. You don't even need to damn promote. <laughs> if Beyonce can drop a surprise album, you know, out the blue, Kanye, without these antics, can do the same thing. So, I just want to get out of the way, man, because when I wanted to start this podcast during that time period in April, I wanted to talk. I didn't want to talk about Kanye because at the time, he was just doing a little bit too much for me. I understand the trolling, uh, the get album sales, the streaming. Uh, I understand that when you talk about mental health and all that, man, that's nothing to play with. Being that you said it yourself, you tweeted, I want my... Um, my cover art for my album would be the picture of the doctor who did the surgery on my mom. You know, my his mom passed away. The doctor, I want his picture to be my album cover. That will help me get through that, get through this. There'll be the, you know what I'm saying, the ending of my, you know, crying over my mom. I have some closure. You can't say that then. You know what I'm saying? It just, I don't know, man. Get it together, man. Get it together. Anything got my damn head hurt. Thing about damn Kanye <laughs> Damn. But yeah, man, coming up, man, I got a good story for y'all to get through this, to balance out this Kanye saga, man. I got a great story for y'all. Y'all should, y'all should like it, man. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, man, I'm glad I'm doing it like this. Just take a little, quick little break.
go to another store, you know, because April, April to June, it was hectic. And a lot of people don't know, well, really nobody know this, but that was the time I really wanted to start the podcast, just because there was so much going on. And the time for biz, I don't want to, you know, keep you guys too, too long. If this has to go to the next episode, leap over, so be it. Because there's so much happened this time period that I don't think people realize. But, on a brighter note, let's get to the story, man. <laughs> let's get to the story. I got a good story for y'all. Quick little Saturday story, I'll say. So, like I said, like in April, Kanye was doing the tweets. He's saying he support Trump. He went to TMZ. Did Charlemagne interview all that? While that was going on, four twenty, four twenty was around, and J Cole released KOD. So earlier that week, Cole he had you know um, he dropped a little picture, a flyer, some somewhere in New York, no cameras, no phones, you know, first come first. So you know how Cole do these first come first serve type things. So everyone saying, "Oh, cold album, cold album." Uh, some media people I follow on Twitter, they win. Of course, you know they gonna say, "You know, cold album done. We let he let us hear the album," and then Cole dropped the uh, album title, KOD, and the album cover. So it was like you know, kill our demons, kids on drugs. He had several meanings for KOD, but the fact that it was, you could put the kids on drugs. Plus, it's dropping on 420. Just us knowing Cole, we know he's going to talk about these young kids with the you know, drug usage and all that. So, I was hyped for it. So, that same weekend, me and my boy AJ, we went to Atlanta that Saturday for uh, this day party. A day party called Duce Palooza. Duce Palooza is a party they travel around the country. A good little day party from like 4 to uh, 9 o'clock. You know, they was in Atlanta. They was in Atlanta at the masquerade. And the thing of this day party is they'll have, like, performers and DJs and everything from the home city. So the DJs were, like, DJ Scream, uh, DJ Don Cannon, and DJ Drummer. Legendary DJs, especially down in the South. So it was great. They had open bar, do say. All that before then, uh, AJ came. He came down from Troy to come pick me up. We rented a van, and AJ was, like, so done. <laughs> he was so done still from 420 being the day before. He was like, bro, you probably got to drive to Atlanta. So I'm like, okay, cool. Keep in mind, I've never drove to Atlanta. Of course, I've been on rides to Atlanta, but I've never drove. So this is my first time driving to Atlanta in a rental car, nonetheless, a van at that. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all, whipping that bit. <laughs> I was whipping that bit up there for real. We ain't had no crazy traffic jam or anything. So we got there, we checked in our hotel room, uh, pre-gamed a little bit, called the Uber. And the one thing I do like about the Ubers I've had, let me knock on wood, so far, they all been great rides. Either they communicate well, some of them in the uh been to the same places we, we've been going to since we, you know, do these little trips every now and then. So, you know, we call Uber. 
We get to the masquerade and it's crowded. Oh, let me talk about security, man. I know AJ, if you listen, I know he remember the security at the gate. Oh, he took everything we had. <laughs> Y'all know we about to walk in there with some pre-rolls. Y'all know we gonna walk in there with some pre-rolls. He took them, man. AJ was like, yeah, we got like one left. I was like, damn. Something told me to put in my sock, something like that. So I was upset about that. But it was free liquor, so that kind of made up for it. But the thing is, it's so crowded, man. All the bars like packed. I think the masquerade, I think it was either two or three floors, but the bars packed. So, y'all know, these day parties, man, that's why I realized I love going out early and getting in early. Meaning, if I know I'm going somewhere at 3 4 o'clock, like a bar or something to watch a game, 3 4, I could be in by at least 9, 9 30. I caught me a good little buzz. I'm at the crib. I got a movie to watch. You know, I'm vibing. So that's when I realized that also. So the bar's packed. So, you know, everybody in a good mood, good vibes going, great music playing, crowded. So I asked this one guy, I said, hey, bro, how many of these have you been to? He's out shit. They're like my second, third one. Because they come probably to Atlanta. I think last year they came twice. I think now they're doing like once a year. It's a great little, you know, Something to look up to, man. You young. Because these guys, like, late 20s, early 30s doing it. You know, they showing it may be a slow burn in your process. But when you get there, man, you get there. You just rolling. So, it's something to look up to. So, I was like, bro, all the bars, like, this crowded every time. He was like, man, hell yeah. I was like, damn. He was like, the fucked up part about it is, it don't got to be like this. He said, D-Boy want to flex. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? He was like, it, it was uh, Henny Palooza. Now Doucet, meaning they used to have just free Hennessy. Free Hennessy, now just free Doucet. He was like, D-Boy just want to, uh, instead of getting the free shit, the Doucet, they probably up there getting Bacardi and all this, which I don't mind. You know, everybody got their own love. You know, preference going on. But if you if I see a whole... You know, group of people waiting to get their drinks. And knowing that the bartender could just pour, do say, and just sit it on the counter. And I'm the one holding up. Instead of them, you know, reloading up their tray with do say, they got to take the time out and go get me some Bacardi. I got to be afraid of brown liquor to do that. I got to be afraid. But the thing about it is, man, my advice to anybody, going out of town, you could be a veteran, not a vet, but you know, a vet of out of town doing all this. I highly advise, just do one thing. Just get Uber, bro. If you do anything, just get Uber. If you plan on going somewhere in two weeks from your hotel or your Airbnb, just calculate, estimate, just go on Google and type in Uber estimate or Lyft, anything. Just do that, man, because... If you go out of time, you're going to enjoy yourself. You don't want to worry about not drinking enough. I ain't saying get slaughtered, then call Uber, but at least be able to enjoy yourself. Call your Uber, man. They're going to take you to and from where you want to go. You can save your gas money, and you have to deal with that traffic. You know what I'm saying? I highly suggest that. I highly suggest that. So, uh, me and AJ decided at the party, we decided to split up because the bars were so crowded. So, we were like, I'll go downstairs, AJ stay upstairs, you know, whoever 
get it, you know, get two, three, four cups. We just leap back up. So while AJ was upstairs, I went downstairs. While I was downstairs in line waiting, the guy on the microphone on stage was like, all right, y'all, we got a performance coming up. <laughs> we got a real ATL legend for y'all. So I'm like, oh, shit, who could it be? Yeah, like, we got P. Troy, Pastor Troy coming. And it was uh, DJ Scream bringing him out. So I was like, okay, cool, Pastor Troy. Random, but cool. So Pastor Troy get on stage. He performed. We got the World Heavyweight belt on. He doing all the classics. Uh, everything he doing. So then me and AJ leaped back up. AJ come down. We drinking. You know, we doing all that, whatnot, whatnot. So, uh... That Blockboy JB song come on, that Look Alive with Drake. And, you know, that when it first really started catching on, so, you know, shit got kind of lit for a minute. So I looked by AJ, Pastor Troy standing behind AJ. And I'm like, what well, Pastor Troy? And immediately what came to my mind is I remember <laughs> I saw something on Twitter. They were saying he was dating the, uh, the one chick. Was it Peaches? It was somebody he was dating from the TV show. So I saw that. I just started laughing. So Pastor Troy walked by. And I told AJ, I said, hey, bro. Goddamn, Pastor Troy just standing behind you. He like, nigga with the dread. I said, yeah. He said, shit, I thought I was a regular dude. <laughs> it was just funny because Pastor Troy was really, like, in the mix with everybody. Like, he really got on stage, did what he did. Came down to it was in the midst with everybody. And I this it ranges from like twenty one to probably early thirties to age group. But like everybody just, you know, free liquor, music, you know everybody. And the thing about the party is, they've been doing this for about a good four or five years. The thing about the party, they have yet to have any like fights. It's not that type of crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, you know, everybody on the same vibe. So you know in Atlanta you gotta a great little mixture of different cultures and different people. So, it was great, man. So, we left around about 8.30, I'll say, feeling good. Hit the Uber up. And the way we do it, we go to Atlanta. We try to go at least to a strip club. Normally, we follow this type of guys. So, we got to the hotel, went up the street, got some checkers, got back to the hotel, ate. So, AJ, I'm about to call my, uh... It was either his homeboy, one homeboy he got, or uh, a frat brother. So, here, I'm going to call him and see what he doing. We already had in our mind we probably going to Follies. So, so he called him. He was like, shit, we plan on going to Follies, too. So, we were like, shit, bitch, let him know when you there. So, he called back probably 15 minutes later. He was like, man, I'm at Follies, but, man, it's a long line outside. And, you know, you know how that go. And the thing about us, when we go to Follies, man, nine times out of ten, well, really, a hundred percent chance we going in the daytime, three thirty to four. But we was at the day party instead this time. So, but we didn't think at nine nine fifteen that the line would be outside the door. So I called my home girl because she she goes out up there, and she was like, "Yeah, the strip club. If you ain't in line by like eight thirty, eight o'clock, you know you're gonna be out there for a minute because." They waiting on people to come out to let people in. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a strip club. It ain't like a two-story, you know, mansion club or nothing like that. So we were like, ah, we don't want to take an Uber out there and just get stuck for no reason. Just waste the money on that. So we was on Google, checking to see what strip clubs around us. 
Like, like what's the closest one around us? Maybe they ain't no, not so crowded. Cause Follies is one of the premier clubs, premier clubs up there. So we found out that uh, Strokers was near us, like a good two miles. So we're like, cool. So we got in the Uber, and like I said, the Uber driver somehow, some way, well, I know how, because they see our GPS, but we always get stuck with the ones who know exactly the vibe we on. So this guy, it was a guy driver, he was like, oh, y'all boy going to stroke or something? And we were like, yeah, he like, I don't really like strokes too much. <laughs> and we were like, for real? He was like, nah. So we were like, well, we usually go to Follies, he said. See, that, he said, see, y'all in the right mindset. He said, y'all know what's going on. I said, yeah, we usually go around, like, you know, midday shit. He said, okay, so y'all boy know what's going on. And we were like, shit, not really. We just went there once, and we just been going there since. <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, that's really your best bet. He said, Follies, the flame, stuff like that, really your best bet. He said, stroke, he said, it may be all right, but don't quote me on it. So we were like, oh, man. So we got there. And uh, he was right. <laughs> he was right. He wasn't, they weren't talking about nothing. Now, I can't say it's, I can't call it slack because that was just the one night we went. It might be better on other nights, but the night we went that Saturday, it wasn't what we wanted. It definitely wasn't up to Follies' expect, uh, expectations. Like, we sat there, we chilled. The one thing I didn't like about it, it was very like, like the lights were like everywhere. Like, even in Follies in the daytime, it's, like, dark in the club. Like, it ain't dark, dark. You can see what's going on, but it's, like, you know, how you want it to be, like how Players Club is. <laughs> if you've seen Players Club, how it look inside, that how it look in the daytime. But Stroke, it like the lights was on. I feel like I was at a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, like, three girls dancing. The rest of them just posted up. It, like, it was, it was a good little crowd in there, too. It like... Like, you don't see nothing going on. Like, dudes playing pool, got people drinking. Like, it was a whole fun. It's like a bar with just girls in it. And I was like, that's cool to look at, but eventually you're going to want to get into something. And it's like, that wasn't never going to happen, it seemed like. Whereas, compared to Follies, you don't even got to look for it. It's there. <laughs> By the time you walk in, see what's going on, get a bill, find somewhere to post up at, you wait about a good two songs, you go just start having conversations. Like, hey, what's your name? Like, they go talk to you like they, you know what I'm saying, ain't seen you in five years. Like, what you been up to? They doing their job. Whereas Strokers, they were just waiting on you to do something. And that's the thing I appreciate about Follies. And I got a story about Follies later. Like I said, I might get into this next episode because I still get to. <laughs> we like, let me see. We like almost forty minutes in. The only thing I talked about for real was Kanye and Drake in this Stroker story, and we still got a lot more to get into, man. But Fathers definitely does their job. I got a Father story coming up, and that happened in May. That's what I'm saying. A lot of this, like I said, it was a great time this year, man. That's why I'm focusing on these three months. This just April. We still got, I still got that story to go from May. We still got to talk about Pusha T and Drake. Still got to talk about that. We had some great albums come out that time. So May, and we had the NBA Finals. So yeah, man, it's a great time period. April, 
May and June, man. April, May, and June. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to hold y'all too much this week. So next episode will definitely be about the Pusha T and Drake beef. NBA Finals. And I got that story for y'all. The story, I'm, I'm going to say what the story about. It, it has follies to do with it, though. Y'all already know follies is in it. So next week is um, Christmas. Next Tuesday is Christmas. So whenever y'all, you know what I'm saying, chill out, relax that day. Y'all can tune into that. Got some good stories for y'all. Got some good year-end wrap-up things to talk about from that time period. Just like this one, man. Like I said earlier, though, man, I do want to stress this, bro. Do not use mental health as, like, something to get people attention just so, you know what I'm saying, you can be, you can have all the likes or all the comments on Facebook and Twitter, bro. Like, people really out here going through things, man. Just, that's nothing to play with. I go back to this Kanye thing, that's nothing to play with. If you really have problems with mental health or anything, depression, man, talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Go see a therapist. Anything, man. Or just pray. That, that's Yeah, just pray about it, man. Just pray about it. And that's the thing I really want to focus on this episode, this part one of the year in review, man. I was going to do a whole episode about everything that happened but just this past weekend like i said drake star or not drake kanye was tweeting about drake and everything and he was talking about mental health and then saturday pete davidson came on um either instagram or twitter he did post a note though it was seen to be a suicide note that's nothing to play with man so just pray about it if anybody who listened to this podcast most of y'all my my people my homies my friends Y'all going through anything, man. Y'all just know I'm here. Even if you're a stranger, man, if you listen to this podcast, and I'm saying it now, if you're going through anything, mental health, depression, anything, man, just know you got somebody to talk to, man, with me, bro. I'm not a therapist, but I will listen. I will give you some feedback, bro. Like, that really, Saturday really changed my whole mood into going into this podcast because... I really want to do like a deep dive into everything that happened, but, you know, I want to go in order and show y'all how crazy everything was, but, nah, with the Pete Davidson suicide note and Kanye West doing all this, you know, and Kanye only does this when he has something to promote. To, uh, promote. There's no way Kanye just heard sicko mode. <laughs> There's no way. So, man, yeah, man, y'all just ponder on that, man. Next Tuesday, I will get into the Drake Push the T beef. Uh, I got a story for y'all, and we'll talk about some great albums that come out came out during that time period. So I hope everybody you know have a great week. You no know, salute, man. Yo, man, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Episode eight, Stash House Podcast. This is part one, year in wrap up. We touched on a few things, man. Like I said before, that news kind of, you know, changed the way I went into things. But next week, Christmas Day, still will be dropping 10 a.m. We're going to talk about it, man. Drake Pusher, NBA Finals. I got a great legendary story for y'all, too. This all happened between April, May, and June, too, by the way. Keep that in mind, so 
Hope everybody, you know what I'm saying, take it easy. Go out Christmas shopping, man. Stay safe. Stay prayed up, man. Salute.